Asada. Asada. It's your mediocre adults, Alicia and Nathan. Oh, okay, yeah. What? You get called Nathan at work? I got called Alicia a few times at work. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, I never responded over the radio <laughs> when the manager was calling me. <laughs> it was like, it's just like, manager to Alicia, and I heard it, and I'm like, yeah, and Alicia? I'm like, huh, who the fuck's Alicia? Well. Yeah, and then someone messaged me just like, oh, yo, the manager's trying to call you on the radio, and she's like, so I called back, I'm like, wait... Calling for Ashley? She's like, I thought it was Alicia. Who the no. fuck's Alicia, man? That's you swapped the sh and the L. I'm like, Good job, buddy. But yeah, for the, even when I said no, it's Ashley, not Alicia. I still heard Alicia over the radio. So then I'm just like, right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a different department. I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. You're not my actual manager, so whatever. I'm like, for this, for this event, I'm Alicia. Sure. No, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, but happy Monday, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Mission Monday. Mission Monday. With us, yeah, you mediocre adults. Uh-huh. We get by. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, well, we'll, we'll find night. out. We kind of. We'll we find of. out. <laughs> eventually. 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 You know, eventually we get there, and we haven't died yet. Yep. So, look, we're not doing too bad. No. Quad away there. Quad left crisis. Mm. Accurate, yes. Yeah. But what's today, Nate? Today, well, today starts off uh, in Australia, National Op Shop Week. Op Shop, baby. Op Shops. Um, which, yeah, it goes from today, 26th of September, to the 2nd of October. Which I believe is a Sunday, and yeah, it's kind of just like a whole week to get in the good spirit of um, donating your, I don't know, things that you don't use mm. and don't need to people who don't have anything, which is always nice. Yeah, and you can you can find some pretty neato secondhand stuff. Yeah, and kind of like when it's curbside collection, sometimes people are throwing out some neat stuff 100%. for free, so it's like, yes. it's pretty much the same thing. Like, go check it out, you know? Yes. There are some secondhand stores that are, like, family-owned, and yes. then you've got other ones that are big ones, like Salvos and Red Cross. Yes. But yeah, plenty of op shops. Have a look around. Yeah. Go pop in. Yeah. See everyone. I don't know if you know anyone there, but they're generally pretty nice they people. They usually, yeah, of course, they're down. Most of them are like brief chat elderly stuff. ladies who are like Typically, volunteering yeah. their time. Well, so yeah, that's uh, usually an, uh, another option during this week for if you don't or as an extra donate or buy some stuff from the mm. op shops and everything, or you can volunteer in a shop and maybe just give them a hand and everything like that. Yeah. If you have like just a spare minute or whatever. Yeah, why not? Why not? Even if you just volunteer for like an hour or two and you'd be like, hey, like your books, your book area looks like a mess. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll volunteer to tidy that's it up. That's a job for Ashley. 100%. <laughs> that's a job for Alicia. <laughs> Alicia. Yes, that's right. Yes, Alicia, Alicia at work. Nathan today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the whole week's kind of about um, whichever way we help, we can all make a difference and give a hand. Which is, I don't know. Pretty neat. Yeah. Always oh, a good reminder cute. and stuff. And um, just for important reasons, 
and little facts for op shops which I don't really I didn't know um, a large number of community programs are funded by the income from charity op shops Oh, and these really uh, programs would struggle without generous donations to op shops, which 100% because rarely the government give a shit. Honestly, yeah, that's very true. Yes. Very true, very fair. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of has like a full circle effect of you donate and then it goes into the community and you have good community yeah. programs and I stuff. I love donating a box, like a nice big box of clothes or random stuff around the house, especially stuff that I forgot about and then I pull out and even though my brain's like, oh my god yes, I found it but then it's also like, wait a minute didn't I like lost you like a year ago yes, I may as well donate you at this point because yeah. I haven't thought of you until right now, and Yes, like exactly. so things like that where I'll go through my wardrobe and you know, in yes. Australia we're going from winter into spring and then naturally into the Which is- blistering gross heat of summer Spring is just summer. Spring is just early summer. <laughs> it's it's pretty much just summer. it's pretty much just warning us like, hey, this it's is, gonna get real damn hot in a couple of months, guys. Fuck you up. So yeah, spring is just <laughs> spring is just really warm and gross. But then you're just kind of like, yep, summer will be here, and it'll be way worse. Stunning. Yes. Right. Typically. We love that. Love it so much. But uh, yeah, so yeah, that's basically Op Shop Week. Just a reminder to yeah help your community and stuff, and it's great. Yes. And also on Tuesday is yes. World Tourism Day. Yes. And I love traveling, so I love going back to New Zealand. Yes. When I have the money to do it, low. Yes, I. I've been a few places with my parents. Granted, a few of them with, uh, you know, military reasons. Because yes, dad was getting posted, and we went with him, which is still pretty fun. Yeah, at a young age as well, though. Mm. So. Yeah. Restricted what you could do in those countries. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and most of them were just like random ones that like we had like three or four days to prepare for because right. it's like a last minute thing and they do like a raffle yeah and i remember i remember when we were going to singapore mum called me she's like oh we won the lotto and i'm like <laughs> i'm like okay sure 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 and then dad's just like i told you that wouldn't work and mum's like well i tried obviously drunk off her tits love my mum huh, yep. yeah and then dad's just like <laughs> no nah, we're going to singapore got it in the raffle and i was like oh yo bet okay I'm like neato yeah and then i had to miss out on like the qualifiers for water polo and the people were pissed they were just like i can't believe you're doing this and i'm just like bro playing a random water pool like in a pool with you guys getting yeah. screamed at by random parents yeah. or go to singapore for two weeks suck my ass and yeah going to singapore, basically like. yeah honestly if i had the option i would have taken it yeah and it was free like, yeah why the fuck uh, not yeah that's even better yeah. like we only had to pay for whatever we were buying over in singapore but like on the way there our accommodation and on the way back like mm. all free because it was paid for by yeah by the military. Good. yeah That's they were good. taking cargo over and then they were also taking over a few soldiers i believe mm. so whatever empty available seats is what they rifled off and then some soldiers came back with some other cargo and then we left yeah so free flights free accommodation yep. yeah that was pretty fucking neat cool. yeah but considering we're poor and we can't fly anywhere, I mean, yeah. we can barely afford to drive certain places. Well, yes, well, but I've never left the country, and I've fair. never even left the uh, eastern part of Australia. 
I have not traveled westward. Yeah, you've only been to <laughs> New South Wales, right? I've uh, kind of the basic scope that I've kind of been is from Cairns to down till like Newcastle. Mum says Sydney, but she just says that because I was in her womb, which doesn't count. No. So that's no. the scope of what I've kind of. Yeah, no. Dad tries to say that I've been to an All Blacks game because Mum was pregnant with yeah. me, and then he's like, "Technically, you've also been to Egypt because your Mum was pregnant then." And I'm just like, "Those don't fucking count. Do you see me in any fucking photos, bitch? No. What the fuck? Yes. I'm like being in a fucking water sack doesn't count." Bitch. No, yeah, it doesn't. I'm Not unless, like, like, I had a like a disease and I had to actually be, like, in a bubble that had, like, some sort no. of water for some reason. That's different. But, no, being no. in my mother's womb doesn't count, no. bitch. And, um, my mum I'm even... not an independent person. No. I'm just a fucking clump of cells. Yeah, exactly. But my mum even brings in how, um, I know somewhere that I've technically been, but I was, like, two or three years old. And I'm like, mum, I have no memories of this at all. It does not count. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah, basically. Honestly. And then it's just like, look, your mother's pregnant, so yeah. technically you're there. And I'm like, do no. you see me, though? No, yeah, you man. just see my mum being pregnant. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't count. Exactly. But. But, yes, uh, World Tourism Day. Um, just a few facts of tourism before we get into, I don't know, some few recommendations. Potentially. Of around the Brisbane area, hmm. potentially, or in Australia. Yeah, anyway. Um. This is just from a website from the observances of Tourism Day where it goes into did you know the facts? Uh, tourism employs one in every ten people on earth. Which holy honestly, shit. Honestly I'm I'm honestly not surprised. I'm not surprised, but especially it's with, pretty big. But oh actually I wonder if they consider like tourism um, under like the hospitality scope of like people working at the airports and doing things like that and if they can still consider tourism as like i would think so um, but would it also be like um the luggage people that like move all of the luggages onto the flights off the flights and things like that are they also counted as tourism are they only counting like pilots flight attendants like hotel workers like what kind of doesn't say I don't know. I would have to no, read further, of- but that would take more time, and yeah, I, no, don't, I, I don't. But, no, um, yeah, <laughs> these are just a little uh, other things or whatever. Um, international tourism saw a strong rebound in the first five months of 2022, mm-hmm. with almost 250 million international arrivals recorded. That's pretty neat. Pretty cool. Yes. Which honestly, fair enough. I feel like my family would have been recorded in that as well. Yes. Um, everybody was cool. probably stir crazy. And honestly. Like, Fucking, is it safe enough? Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, but then also making sure you have all of your documentations, your vaccines, don't forget your mask, yes. have all of those things. Exactly. The rules are a little bit, like, uh, have lessened a little bit now, but yes. just, like, double-check online for whatever... Yeah, of if course. you're going different countries, like, double-check what their COVID protocols are, double-check your pro- uh, COVID protocols when of you're course. going to the airport as well. And also, there's no harm in just wearing a mask or whatever, just in case. 100%. <laughs> and even if you don't have a mask, like I did when I was going to Sydney, yeah. I completely forgot. Like, they had masks at the front, yeah. so... Uh, right, yeah, yeah. When I realised a bunch of people were starting to line up, mm. I just, like, put my bag down yes. for a bit grab the mask, walked back, put yes, it on. Yeah. Yes, again, be aware of your surroundings if it's starting to get packed in. And 100%. Yeah. I was just stupid and left it in the car and you had already driven away 
probably gotten uh, home by that point by the time I realized shit, I need a mask on the flight. So. Potentially. Um, but yeah, it goes on. This means that the sector has recovered almost half, 46% of pre-pandemic 2019 levels. Oh, neato. <coughs> which is good. That's pretty neat. Yeah, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. And uh, the results are optimistic, but the impact of the war in Ukraine could cost a possible loss of, in US dollars, $14 billion to the tourism economy. I'm not surprised, not but surprised also yet. it's America. A lot yes, of sketch yeah. at the moment, too. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, A lot of sketchy things happening at the moment. More of a target also of panic and not wanting to, I don't know, a lot of people don't feel safe in America. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair enough. Which is fair. I would not feel safe as a woman With in America, the amount honestly. of the bullshit that that government keeps fucking doing to their citizens, like, That's do you just, like, ridiculous. not care at all? Obviously not, because fuck but you we guys won't, well. We won't anyway, get into politics. Yeah. <laughs> could go on about it for ages. You well. could. Oh, my God. But, uh, World Tourism Day on the Tuesday. Yes. Obviously, we know the traditional touristy places within Brisbane is obviously yes. South Bank, um, the Seven News Eye. I think it's the Seven News Eye at the moment. You've also got Goma, um, the Gallery of Modern Art. You've got the Brisbane Museum. Those yes. are all very nice free things, uh, apart from the yeah. wheel. The wheel is not free. The wheel but is not free. They could um, have discounts. No. Check on like Groupon. You could yes. get some deals. I'm not gonna lie. Groupon yes. is pretty neato. Um, um uh, yes. another free thing. Um, me and my auntie um went on one. There's a um, along the Brisbane River. There's a free city hopper ferry. Oh, there is too. Yeah. And honestly, that's a chill. Ride honestly, and it's, so nice. it's it's pretty fun. Sometimes there are dogs on there, and the dogs are just mm. vibing with like the wind hitting their faces. Yeah. Well, we just started talking to this random guy and he, like, told us his, like, life story, basically, and it was yeah. really interesting. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> and then also just the free city hopper. Like, it's great. It just goes around the different places. Yeah. And it's just kind of nice. If you just want a break, yeah. take a book or just take, like, your AirPods, watch a whatever. show or whatever. Yeah. Just chill out and yeah. enjoy nature. And if it's raining, They've oops. got part covered area they seating do. They and do stuff. have some indoor seating. But, um, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to be on the river when it's raining too much i don't particularly but mm. yeah it depends yeah um, there are a few other things uh outside of brisbane that you can also do you can go yeah. to the gold coast and the beaches along there obviously beaches Gold's are beautiful are there's also beaches in the sunshine coast yes got a few touristy destinations like malola bar um that's the only real one i know oh no so that's another one yes like yeah um what other things can we do there's a few i don't know like pricing wise but they probably do cost things Honestly, um yeah. there's a sea life at the sunshine coast i believe oh yes is there like, is too yeah i believe that's like an underwater experience one where they've got like an yeah. underwater tunnel capsule yes yeah, like an aquarium yeah, yeah you can walk through thing, it and all the fishes are floating above it i really want to go there yes and um also whale watching cruises um potentially underwater cruises Okay. Which I believe saw, and I'm just like, what? Mm. <laughs> uh, in the Gold confused. Coast as well, you can also go on some helicopter rides. Yes. I believe it's at SeaWorld. And um, also, there are other helicopter rides outside of SeaWorld that you yeah. can also go along. And uh, then some um, in Brisbane as well, potentially in the sunny coast. Balloon rides, there was a plenty oh, yeah. at Gold Coast. So but be prepared that yeah. it will be cancelled. Due to weather, obviously. obviously. 
Um, also, Dracula's, we definitely recommend. Love Dracula's. Great show. Oh my gosh, we're most likely going to go again. 100%, because it changes maybe three to six months, I think. Uh, I believe it changes quarterly. Quarterly? Yeah, most yeah. likely, yeah. Yeah. I believe they'll probably mix it up for a Halloween thing. Ah, uh, yeah, potentially. Potent. Yeah, don't and then yeah. they sometimes do like special event things like yeah, Halloween, course, yeah. New Year's. Yes, um, yes. I don't think they do Valentine's Day because fair lols. Yes. Um... Yep, Dracula's 100%. Dracula's go there. Great. I have heard that there's also like a lavender field that you can go to. I believe it's like free where you can go and like on a picnic. Um, if you wanted to like go picking of flowers, I think that you have to pay for that. I'm not 100% sure where it is, somewhere in the Sunshine Coast. Oh, uh, uh, potentially. Also like a sunflower um, field as well where it's the exact same experience. Yeah. 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 And then in Australia, there's a plenty. Um, parklands, reserves, bushwalks, uh, rope walking activities and stuff like mm. that, and um, flying fox oh, yeah. zip lines and Mount stuff Tambourine like that. as well, if yeah. you just want a nice cute Mount, yeah. drive, maybe get a coffee, walk around on a yeah. beautiful day, you can hear nature, that's really nice yes. too. And then, of course, um, Australia Zoo, but also uh, Corumbin Wildlife Sanctuary is yes. pretty good definitely recommend that yeah. um and yeah and then there's the obvious movie world dreamer blah 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 outback <laughs> so outback spectacular is also pretty good sometimes but yeah that's yeah. it oh and then also in the gold coast there's um an evening rainforest and a glowworm experience yes. which is pretty dope yes that is indeedy yes but yeah, that's kind of bad. Yeah, but NATO hit us with our mashin recap. Mashin recap. Mashin recap of the week. Yes. Well, to begin with it, we want to kind of get the heavy topics. Yes. Uh, I we're gonna say content warning just in case because there will be mentions family of or friends that could be somehow involved in this, or you know someone. So yes, a also, little heavy just because we want to at least make sure this topic is talked about and mentioned yes because it will be talked about uh police brutality deaths mm-hmm. potentially uh children potentially being in that but. count but yes anyway to start off let's honestly let's kind of go to iran because iran. probably a lot of news is focusing on Ukraine and Russia, so that Honestly, we'll yes. talk about that laughter. Yeah. So let's focus on Iran a bit because I was just found out about this. <laughs> where it actually told me, yes. so I did a him today. Yeah, because when I was going through the news articles on different websites, there was literally none of like the top trending or the um, mm-hmm. recommended or on the first page yeah. of it that I'm scrolling through did not even mention it or Iran mm-hmm. or anything like that. So. Yes, this is just a quick little research thing that I did in like one, like an hour, two hours, something. I don't know. Um, yes. So what I found out is, um, what kind of triggered the whole thing in Iran is um, the strict policy kind of thing of the uh, dress codes of women wearing, um, covering their hairs and wearing uh, loose clothing that's been obviously causing friction and everything like that. So um, there was an instance with a 22-year-old Iranian woman called Masa Amini, I believe is pronounced. I believe, yes. Who um, 
was arrested in uh, Tehran um, by the morality police in uh, Iran and um, was, I believe, taken to a detention center or a re-education center, as some articles call it, where, um, depending on who says what, the um, kind of human rights activists and social media people and the father of Masa Amini um, have said that she was somehow uh, assaulted during the arrest and mm -hmm. the detention um, detainment area and then uh, fell into a coma in that area and was taken to hospital where she was then uh, later died. Yes, due to, uh, according to the police, the Iranian police, it was due to heart complications, which is when her yes. parents and her family stepped up saying she never had any pre-existing heart conditions no. or complications. So there's been a massive yes. uproar about that. Yes, because um, her father also... Um, told, uh, I believe, a news website somewhere that uh, she had no health problems and she had suffered bruising to her legs mm -hmm. when they uh, obviously examined or saw her in the hospital and he holds police responsible for her death. Um, the police have said that the um, incident that happened was unfortunate and um, police, depending on the article that you read, police have said that she uh, just fell ill. Um, some of them say that she kind of just collapsed and they don't know what happened and some of them say that she was sitting with a group of women in the detention centres and they never touched her then and then that's where she fell and collapsed. So, again, I don't know. Uh, the what? main uproar is the fact that there is no clear answer as Nate literally just said yes. from multiple different articles everyone's saying a bunch of different things and yes. no one has any clear definitive answers on what's actually happened to her no, and because yeah, she was 22 years old, 22 she years still old. wore her hijab but the morality police that is what they are called They morality. Uh, there's a, a longer name for it but they are considered the morality yeah. police that yeah. go around and continuously control what women wear and how they look yeah. so they had an issue with her hijab and the fact that she wasn't wearing it properly covering her hair and yeah. her neck and skin and things like that so yeah that's when she was detained yes. arrested yes um, and then according to the police according she to wasn't the touched but no no she and then was beaten Yes, and then there was one article that said there was a CT scan that confirmed she was killed by being struck on the head. But that again is from one article, which will potentially be in the sources somewhere. Potentially. Um, but honestly, until the parents say anything, I'm not going to believe any article. Well, well I can still read them, but that's until just, the parents come out and actually say, yes, she was, yes. like, she died by being struck on the back of the head or something like that, or she something. had a lot of internal bleeding and yeah. injuries which caused her collapse yeah. and then caused her to die, like... Which, um, again, is hard to know because this mm. event kind of, then it triggered a lot of 
protests around everything yes. around Iran that um, did originate from uh, where was it uh, Tehran and the Kurdistan province, which mm-hmm. is where Masa came from, and um, the death has been condemned nationwide. Yes, one hundred percent. That is why there's so many protests that have gone across to uh, many, I believe, 30 to 40 potentially cities in Iran where people are just, um, yeah, out in the streets. Some Mm -hmm. of them have been um, setting flames to police stations and police vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, the um, Iran government and police everything responded to that where the intelligence ministry has warned attending protests over the death of a woman in police custody Mm -hmm. is illegal and anyone who takes part will for will face prosecution yes and what they failed to mention with the prosecution is that in the protest the police will turn up with guns and will shoot you if necessary yes there are quite a few TikToks around yes. showing the protests and women burning their hijabs, cutting their hijabs, cutting their hair and cutting things the like hair, that. Yes. And yeah, they're at the protests and then you just hear gunfire because the police are shooting, which, yes. you know, doesn't sound like, you know, prosecution in the normal sense of no. being detained and then being taken in. No, that just sounds like you're going to go to the protest you will die basically um and there again as ashley said there is tiktok videos and other social media footage um that has been referenced in the articles that i found where one um a young man allegedly shot by security forces where he then bled out in the streets as protesters shouted for help um a policeman firing a shotgun at a demonstrator who was tearing down a pro-government billboard Mm -hmm. And then there was also footage of um, older woman with uh, the the um, old lady mm-hmm. with a head uncovered. Yes. And her hair cut very short. Yes. And just protesting, protesting, and like the baddie that she. Hundred percent, just walking through the city and just like, yep, fuck yes. <laughs> it's going on head, long she enough. She potentially be like, you know what? I'm on my last leg. Fuck this. Hi, Miss Nana. Yes. Hi, Nana. How are you on some attention? Yeah, you realize this is hard conversation. Yes. Let's have a brief pause on that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I will also mention uh, the Iranian government is also turning off and shutting their internet down so that yes, the woman the can't. Next part of it. Yeah, so the woman can't talk about anything, which is also why we wanted to talk for, about it. For nobody to talk about anything because. Iran doesn't want the rest of the world to know what they're actually doing. No, the Iranian authorities have said that they will restrict internet access in the country until calm is restored to the streets. Stop shooting people. (laughs) Basically. Stop killing people in custody. Yeah, you would think. Stop judging women for what they're wearing. There you go. Then you'll get some calm in the streets. How about that? Yeah. So, yes, uh, with the different information conflicting... Uh, comparing to uh, Iranian government and the TV media that is showing around on uh, Iranian TV's networks and stuff like that. And then compared to uh, social media and the human rights activists and the footage that people in Iran have been taking and obviously conflicting facts and stuff like that. Um, But guns were involved and the state television 
around Iran had put the death toll at 17. One article said that the human rights group, um, I believe they are, I can't remember what they called, but they uh, said at least 31 civilians had been killed. And then um, there's another article that mentioned that at least 1,200 people had been arrested in connection to the protests. Dang. And yes, uh, Amnesty International had said that on Friday at least 30, including four children, had died. Mm-hmm. And the, again, the, the precise figure of the deaths is impossible for anyone outside the Iranian government to confirm because they're keeping it so hush hush and you, 100% they yeah don't make documents and reports and like things like that reports. but um so with this um the government is and I don't know other articles said that they're likely to move into contain um contain the Iranian area by restoring to the heavy handed tactics that they used in the yeah. past um which again is to in restrict their internet, which they've done. Um, the government, government mobilizing its supporters in uh, mass rallies. Mm-hmm. Um, officials dismissing the demonstrators as rioters and foreign agents. Idiots. And ominous warnings of the army and powerful Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps will be deployed to deal with the protests. Stunning. Yes. We love that. We, yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Um, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yes. that's basically what's been happening there. So, yeah. uh, so with the internet yeah. being restricted and stuff, obviously the the social media footage that has been released is going to be pretty much limited to very very little. We probably won't get anything. Yes. So it's going to be people outside of Iranian to keep Iranian. Iran? Iran. Iran. Oh, fuck's sake. Iran. To, like, keep talking about it to hopefully get this sorted out, shall I Yes. And, um, there are quite a few things that are at least coming up on my TikTok. Yes. Um, less so on Nate's, but I mean, I'm on TikTok way more than he is. Yeah, I really So, there are quite a few more TikToks of people, when they do have access to internet, sending things out of mu- as much as they can, and also just letting people know that their internet is being restricted again, so please continue yes. to share what's going on, which is obviously what we want to try and do. Yes. And, yes, so... Masa Amini did not deserve anything like that. And 100% no. I don't need to sort their shit out, honestly. Yeah, it's gone on long enough. Yeah. And literally the protesters are just asking for like... They just want freedom. They, well, uh, a lot of people, uh, I don't know, uh, government or agency or whatever in the articles somewhere, um, they're saying, how about um, you just don't um, kind of respond to women that you find not wearing hijabs mm. instead of with violence just be like a strict warning or something like that yeah give be them like, like a written hey. warning or something be like yo these are the issues please fix them yeah like we're gonna take your details give them the rest of the something like, that's whatever. Yeah. so much less than communication or guys prison or yeah anyway words is way better than violence <sighs> anyway but speaking of another country that needs to sort their shit out russia unfortunately russia is still yeah putin has done it again he keeps he keeps going yeah he keeps fucking keeps going doing and some dumb shit so he, 
hit us. Yes, he has. Yep. Uh, well, Putin has recently um, sent out a draft um, around Russia mm-hmm. um, to uh, yeah uh, conscript. Con- what conscript. conscript. So yes, very quickly, uh, Putin has sent out a drafting notice to a lot of the males within Russia that he sent out three different letters and categories for the citizens, mm. um, essentially conscripting them into this war that he has started yes. with Ukraine. Yes, which um, Putin said that it would only be limited to people with military or uh, combat experience. He has not um, it has not um, no, he has stayed has not stayed with that. He has not committed Commit- to his statement. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he sent out three different uh, pretty much draft notices yeah. with three different categories and the first one is anyone under the age of 35 yeah. who has military experience is getting drafted immediately and he's already started doing that yes. people going there pulling them out of their homes already marching people to buses and things like that so yes. first category has gone through I'm not 100% sure what the second or third category is I don't know I couldn't find information about that um, a lot unfortunately yeah probably not um what I could find, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, he, Putin said it, it was talking about partial mobilization. Um, he said only citizens who are currently in the reserve will be subject to conscription. Um, those who served in the armed forces have a certain military speciality and relevant experience, he said. Which is a bold faced lie. Yes. Basically, because um, there's other articles that I've found where um, apparently some of the protesters, mm. the anti-war protesters mm-hmm. in Russia, they've been, some of them have been arrested and basically sent and conscripted themselves, which is fucked up. Yep. And ridiculous. It's insane. Insane, basically. Um... And, uh, yeah, Putin announced a call-up that could sweep 300,000 civilians into military service. Yup. Um, which was on Thursday they received the draft papers. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was, uh, another article that I found where, um, apparently the, um, officials and some ordinary school teachers in some regional areas, uh, went around to houses and apartment blocks and delivered the draft papers. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And Um, it's so very fucked up. There are so many people trying to leave Russia and I've seen a few TikToks like showing the flights, like going in and out of places and different countries and you can just see that all of the flights are leaving Russia. Like no one is going into Russia. You've got more people going into Ukraine to help them compared to like how many citizens are fleeing yeah. Russia? Yes. And a few of them have asked, like, "Oh, well, if I broke my arm, it means I can't shoot, right? So I can't get drafted." And they're like, "Well, yeah, technically, I guess." There's so many people are breaking their arms and yeah, things like course. that. So many Google searches are showing up. How can I get out of being drafted and things like that? And people yeah. are trying to book flights, and Russia is blocking people from leaving yes and if you have been given a drafting notice and you try to leave you will be arrested and 
thrown in jail for 10 years. Yes. And this is coming from... Immediately. And this is coming from a Russian citizen who has put this out on TikTok. And you can, like, see the heartbreak in her eyes and you can hear it in her voice. Like, this is terrible. This is disgusting. And this could potentially harm the rest of the world if Putin keeps going overboard like this. Yes, it will. And, um... Speaking of that, I did find one article which shines a maybe potentially bit of a good note on this. Um, it said that um, a top official from Slovakia has predicted that Russian President Vladimir Putin's partial mobilization that will call up to 300,000 soldiers to join the war in Ukraine will result in him being ousted from office. Good. Because Kick him out. this draft will start to reveal to the actual Russian public that has been uh, restricted on what has mm-hmm. been actually happening, it will start to reveal the wretchedness of his acts, with which he acts, um, type stuff. Yeah, he's crazy. Yes. Um, he's, start- he's starting to call up the sons of Russia, of Russian mothers, um, who quite clearly get entangled in a very complicated political situation. Um, and this person from uh, de- the defense minister, Nat, is saying this, by the way. Um, and he's, he assumes, therefore, that Putin, as the president of the Russian Federation, will end up being overthrown. Good. Because he's brought the public of Russia into this. Yeah. This is his war. And... They don't want I've, to fucking... No, I've seen many of TikToks shit. and things like that of... of uh, I believe interviews and news things like that that Putin has gone out and done saying that he is doing this for the people of Russia and for his citizens be uh, trying to take back what is rightfully theirs which I believe is some sort of land in the Ukraine and yes. none of the citizens care about that not really they really give zero fucks they're, just they're like, more just like bro chill like you don't need to go and do this you can literally talk about it and yeah he's drafting people because people are trying to leave and more people are trying to leave and he's just getting possessive and you're giving kind of creepy stalker vibes babe yeah <laughs> it's given like real creepy stalker vibes it's just, babe it's so much um, unnecessary shit yeah i think you need like a little bit like of a vibe cleanse like <laughs> oh queen herbie does some amazing cleanses on tiktok that i can send your way babes if like you need it just head us up as i did on tiktok you know let us know and i can send you some good vibe cleansing things i think you need baby putin because yes. you're losing your shit man yes basically yeah um so souls just to quote Anne marie <laughs> you're a fucking psycho yeah <laughs> You fucking psycho. Yeah, well, he certainly. Anyway, this is getting political. <laughs> so much political stuff. Anyway, um, it's crazy. So yeah, that's uh the drafting type situation that's happening in Russia. I'm sure people are already hearing enough about it on the news. One hundred percent. Um, another thing that I found um about Ukraine, um, occupied Ukraine holds Kremlin state vote on joining Russia. have not yes so um kremlin orchestrated referendum got underway in the occupied regions of ukraine of ukraine um which sought to make them part of russia um some officials carrying ballots to apartment blocks accompanied by gun toting police mm-hmm. kind of similar um kiev and the west condemned it as a rigged election whose result was preordained by moscow yep 
shock. Fuck. No. <laughs> um, Grim, uh, meanwhile, in a grim reminder of the brutality of the seven-month-old invasion, mm. Ukrainian officials pointed to new evidence of Russian war crimes in the Kharkiv uh, air region that yep. they recently got well, Russia retreated from and mm-hmm. kind of got control of and obviously they've started to investigate yep. of the things that's happened and revealed obviously some messed up shit uh, mass burial sites um, which held hundreds of bodies including at least 30 displaying signs of torture yeah Russia you're, you're doing too much babe yes. you need to sort your shit out Yes. Um, I know Mercury's in retrograde at the moment, but like, you yes. need to chill. Yes. <laughs> you need to chill. You can't blame all of your decisions on Mercury's retrograde, okay, babe? No, not really. That's um, a bit crazy. Yeah, so I just wanted to, like, it is in the article flow as well, but I, I feel like it was important to add that part before mm. going more into the voting thing that's happening because what the Ukrainian and other people in the Ukrainian area that are Russian controlled area what they've kind of had to go through experience is obviously yeah. going to influence the voting oh 100 percent. so again why it's kind of already preordained by moscow and stuff like that um uh authorities in the kherson region said residents of a small moscow controlled area of the um neighboring province um also will be able to vote and that mm-hmm. small area was incorporated into Kirsten until all of uh, my colleague is taken over by Russian forces. Yeah. And uh, Ukraine and the West have said the vote was an illegitimate. Ill, Ill, edu- illegitimate? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Illegit- I can't illegitimate. Yeah. Attempt by Moscow <laughs> to splice away a large part of the country, obviously. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, the vote is, again, yeah, for those parts that Russia is kind of controlling in Ukraine, for it mm-hmm. to join Russia, which will then give them complete fucking access to the land, and yep. it'll be harder for Ukraine to then get control back from it. Mm-hmm. So, the Russians, uh, I don't know why, um, they're seeing an overwhelming overwhelming reluctance and fear to attend the referendum and are forced to bring people shocker to create to create an image and an and an illusion of the vote shocker shocker shocking um voting also occurred in russia uh where refugees and other residents from other from those regions uh cast ballots which again probably heavily influenced by scare fear 100 oh, torture whatever yeah fear tactics yes so yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I thought we that was. That. Anyway. But any other fun news? Yeah, let's, let's go into the random news articles that, like, yeah. news article titles that we I did find. The heavy and I'm stuff like, yeah. Just to get it out of the way, just yes. so everyone's aware, obviously. Yes, and we'll go into a few of the funnier fun things. A few of the funnier fun in things. In our fun mash and recap. So hit us with the fun things, Nate. All right. Um, let's see. What's kind of fun? What's kind of fun? Um, oh, yeah, the bees are kind of funny. Who's not bees? Bees swarm as warm and wet weather descends across Queensland. That's why I've seen a few more bees out on the balcony. Yeah, so this is like fun, but I found it exciting because I'm like, oh God, the yes. bees are coming back. <laughs> Yay! Oh, we should go to Bunnings and we could start, like, we could get a few cute things maybe for them. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
Oh, and I mean, spring equinox souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, the bees are coming back. Yeah, Yay! so uh, key points are warm weather has made bee populations boom across Queensland, obviously. Obviously. Um, there's been reports of bee swarms in suburban backyards. Ooh. Which there's some photos of this guy's mailbox. Oh my god! Just fucking swarmed yeah, just a circular with mailbox. bees. And they're just vibing. Yeah, and um, were they making a hive and trying to start make honey, or were they just chilling there for a bit? Um, well, they were just chilling there, and then he obviously did the smart thing, which this article uh, recommends everybody to do mm-hmm. if you see a large swarm of bees. Yes. Don't go near it. Don't Whoa. touch it. Call a local be. beekeeper or yep. something like that. Um, yeah, so this local beekeeper came to the letterbox that was basically swarmed mostly in bees. Um, yep. And he just went up to it, checked it out a bit, and then put the box under it and tapped it, made sure the queen bee was in there, mm-hmm. which is very important. 100%. Which is why you need a beekeeper, because they know yes. what the fuck they're doing. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was all fine, and they just went off. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, the Queensland Beekeepers Association is warning the public to not touch the bees because yes. they... Please leave the bees be. Yes, them uh, doing this is, uh, again, spring, so mm-hmm. we're swarming of uh, all animals. Yeah, life and, and mailboxes make sense. They're generally in the sun. Yeah. They're made out of metal, so they're yeah. a little bit warmer for them. So, yeah, they would very much yeah. love that. And, um, yeah, so they're not really... Want, like aggressive things, so if you let them be, yeah. they should be fine with just you. Let just let them chill, whatever. Call up a beekeeper, yeah. If you're let worried them about it, deal with it, yeah. yeah. Take some photos, take some videos, yeah. but just leave them alone. Because if you try and go and investigate or try and do it yourself and you accidentally kill the queen, yeah. bro, bro, oh, dude, bro, you're not gonna have a fun time. No, you're not. Also, if, you're allergic, if you get ugh. stung in the eye by a bee, you could potentially go blind. So, keeping the face protected is important but that does not mean that means you can protect your face and then go up to them no 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 just means if they start coming towards you just maybe like cover your eyes and yes. stuff like yes. be wary of them yes but please call a beekeeper yes please call a professional in this instance 100 percent. yes oh i hope i find some bees like under our house somewhere that'd be neat yeah well i'm sure there'll be something around here yeah yeah that'd be kind of cool and then just call a beekeeper and then i would just sit there and i'd just be like so what are you doing can you talk me through this please (laughs) i would love to be a beekeeper that'd be so much fun yeah of course all right what else um well i found this fucking interesting because um secret life of gerald the new zealand mp who spent a lifetime crafting vast imaginary world have you seen this I haven't seen it, but I think I know what this is. I love it so much. Oh my god, it's so cool. Basically, uh, a a New Zealand Prime Minister, Mm -hmm. um, he... When did he... um, I believe he passed away in 2017. And his nephew, I believe... Mm. or something like that um, was going through his stuff during uh, quarantine, COVID yeah. and stuff everything like that and he found a mass collection of this basically entire world that uh, Gerald O'Brien the um, Prime Minister. Uh, previous New Zealand Prime Minister yes. had been making since he was like a toddler I love for that. like 60 years um, in his marriage, he didn't even mention it. So he's w- nobody, nobody so just at all. Like his relatives just found it. It's just like, yeah. what the fuck? Nobody Man, knew it all. 
such a New Zealand Prime Minister thing to do as Fucking well. right? Like, and his nephew, which I believe from this article, he was, like, kind of like a yeah. son, basically, to them. And he's like, I was spending, like, the last moments with him before he passed away, and he was going through, like, everything as you do before you pass away and stuff like that. And he didn't mention it at all. <laughs> did it say shit? He's like, nah, I'm taking a shit with me yeah. to the grave, bitch. If yeah. you want to know, you got to find it. Nah, I love that. Yeah, um... That's so there's uh he like dated it's very it's very it's a lot there's like books and there's um there's like uh um uh newspaper reporting events there's um uh communicates over battles politics and monarchies history books recording major occasions and lists of army personnel and administrative leaders that would cool. undergo revisions as the wars and elections of a state evolved in this imaginary world so it it's it's so much and he creates like uh yeah like fictional island uh like um yeah countries and everything Mm -hmm. like that and all everything and a whole history didn't tell anybody about it took it to his deathbed to his deathbed yeah and then i i would test myself laughing is if like some of his family members that were waiting for him and then they hear this they'll just like look over at him he's just sitting there grinning like yeah i did that well um i want to go to new zealand 100 percent because in the uh, okay so yes his nephew mm-hmm. over quarantine yep. went through the whole collection mm-hmm. he then felt compelled to preserve them because yeah. like again he talked to his uncle before he passed away and went through everything like that and his uncle didn't mention it so his uncle would have said to destroy it if he wanted it destroyed exactly so he, yeah, he preserved it where um, during the lockdown, he began the arduous task of scanning every single piece of paper he could find. Oh my God. Two and a half years later, he had a collection of 65 booklets compiled into a catalog titled Everything. I love that. I fucking love it. The catalog is separated into three categories. Um, O'Brien's imagined world, <laughs> his po- political life, including details of the political scandals that shook his career, yep. and finally his more general public life, including letters, business cards, and photographs. Oh, that's that's very cool. And all of this will be ex- exhibited. Exhibited. I don't think. How do you say it? What are you What are you trying to say? Like exhibit. Like show. Like at a gallery and stuff. Exhibit. It will be on exhibit, I guess. Anyway. Um, It'll be on display. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, it'll be out there for the public to see where. For the first time in October at Victoria University of Wellington's Adam Art Gallery. Okay, yo. At Rizzo is the last name of the nephew. And sorry, did you say that that was being um, displayed this year in October, November? October. October. Cute. Because I'm planning, well, mum wants to go back to New Zealand, like, February, March, and we tend to go to Wellington anyway, so maybe I'll pop in. That'd be cute. Yes. Have a little look. Hopefully it's still, I mean, it should be on display forever, honestly. Yeah. And again, he, like, made uh, pictures and, like, uh, um, and, like, some of the characters you could tell uh, were based off, like, some of the people in real life and some of them, like, completely, completely made up. Oh, I love that. And, yeah, it's so cool. Cute. So... Yes. Is there any other fun things that happened this week? Yes. Um, well, last week. Well, well, throughout the week that I throughout find, the week. chicken salt inventor Peter Brinkworth, the main ingredient in a short film with a sprinkle of glamour. What? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> you know the very popular seasoning in Australia, chicken salt? Yes. Yes. So, Peter Brinkworth, mm-hmm. the 81-year-old inventor of chicken salt, says he's still surprised to realise the tasty condiment is recognised around the world these days. Because it's amazing. <laughs> chicken salt is delicious. <laughs> he's like, after discovering the perfect concoction of spices and salt to rub on a chook being prepared for cooking in the 1970s, Matani brought Mr. Brinkworth's business idea into 1979. So... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I was like reading through this article and I'm just like, um, this is so fascinating, but also I don't really like chicken salt. I really don't. Chicken salt is so good on chips. Yeah, like I get a lot of people like it. Chicken salt, chips and gravy, bruh, slaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shit slaps. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. You should get chicken salt, chips and, if, and gravy. If you want. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really prefer it anyway, but um, Mr. Brinkworth, uh, which I found fascinating part of this, um, <laughs> the salt, the chicken salt has nothing to do with chicken flavour, obviously. Yeah. That's why I, I was kind of confused. I'm like, it doesn't taste, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he described his amazing discovery as a simple, natural thing that happened when he was cooking chickens for his retail food store in Adelaide. Instead of putting salt and pepper on them, I made up a mixture to just sprinkle with one go, go instead of using a dozen different containers. I love that. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> He's like, it was just out of laziness more than anything. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you, bro. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, uh, the chicken salt recipe, I can't say because he's very much kept a secret. No, fair enough, fair enough. Understandable. He, he says uh, there are 100 recipes out there today and they all reckon they're good, but mine has salt, chicken. Oh, wait, did he give it them? I thought he was keeping a secret. Did this article so lie to me? read through the whole I thing? I fucking did, but ah! whatever. You know what? I'm keeping it secret. If you guys want to find out, you go look for it. Oh, <laughs> It'll be in the so sources, you know it's maybe. Salt at the moment, it's salt. Well, of course, it's salt. Salt and pepper, I'm guessing. Yeah. Not fair enough. Fair but, enough. Yeah, I thought I, I, was, that. I thought it was pretty interesting because yeah, chicken salt is fucking crazy in Australia. I'm just like, Honestly, okay, that's funny as fuck. Fucking mention it. Um. Um. Ooh, also interesting. Mm. Coles offloads 710 Coles Express petrol stations and 300 dollar. $300 million sale. What? Yeah. Um, Coles has given up uh, kind of control and brand ownership of um, Coles Express petrol Like stations. a petrol station, yeah. Yeah. Um, they've so- uh, sold it to uh, Viva Energy. Okay. Which is being supplying fuel from its Geelong refinery. Look, fair enough. Yeah, so all 710 Coles Express stations will be rebranded, mm-hmm. um, but Coles customers will still have access to the four cent per litre fuel yes. docket program, yep. and Visa, Viva Energy will remain a partner of Flybys. Oh, cute. Um, Beautiful. Car- so they're not changing a whole lot. Not really. It's basically just a new name. Yeah, Coles is just like, you know what? Yeah. We don't need this extra thing we kind of no, made. Yeah, that's what like, kind of the go. main point of the article. He's like, we're going to um, kind of move hey. and focus more onto the liquor and food yeah. grocery than Honestly. petrol. And Viva's doing good, so they can take over it. No, fair enough, fair so enough. I found that interesting. Um, oh, also, before we go, also, everybody knows Lenina, third. Mm-hmm massive thing um but people with hay fever need to expect with lenina returning this summer hold up say it again no what the storm is 
Lanina? Is that how you say it? That's it's how it's La written. Nina. Oh well, that's it's Spanish. Well, that's how it's fucking written in the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it's spelled as Nina, but it's Spanish, so it's La Nina. Oh, I thought it. I thought um. No, uh, it's not Nina. I thought it's not special, La Nina. No, I thought a special thingy on top of a letter was well, supposed to. Nine news fucked up, but it's La Nina. Oh, look, there it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. La Nina. La Nina. There you go. My apologies. Yeah, I only just clicked when you started talking more about it, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so La Nina yeah, is coming up, so title. no, that's okay. Um, yeah, um, it's set to make its return this summer. Uh, tiny invisible pollen is expected to cause mayhem, mayhem for allergy sufferers and asthmatics. Lovely. Yes. I'm going to be coughing and sneezing a lot more. Yeah, that's what I, I figured I should mention this straight in the podcast. Cause, yeah, no, fair enough. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, if you have an inhaler, please remember to like have inhalers where you need it. Yes. Nate has one of my inhalers yes. for whenever I'm like at his place and because you know, we're taking some meds. 100%. I've got one next to my bedside table and um, Brandon also has one. We have the same... Um, asthma puffer so yeah. he also has one in case mine runs out or if he his runs out then he can use mine which yes. is beautiful but yeah I never remember to take mine with me places but yeah. no. during summer I will try yeah um, especially with uh, La Nina um, because yeah a lot of wet weather mm-hmm. will make um, yeah the pollen different and also a lot more Type stuffs and roughly one in five Australians are affected by hay fever yeah. each year as uh, the suburbs spring into bloom. If you need antihistamines, don't forget to pick up some with your inhaler. Yes. Um, yes, that's yeah. very important. Um, 100%. Per, a professor from UQ, University of Queensland, said when pollen is in the air, the body is tricked into thinking it's sometime, something bad and mounts an allergic response. So, which is the sneezing, the stuffy nose, the runny eyes. Yes, it's which, your body trying to not let the pollen get into your body yes, and system. Which explains all of that type stuff. Hmm. Um, so I figured I should point that out because I don't not. know if I'm getting asthma or not. But with the weather being so chain, like so different that nobody yeah. can really predict what it's Wishy going washy, to do. up and down. With the it's environment super muggy, and stuff. Sometimes it's super cold. Yes. Sometimes it's super hot. Exactly. We love spring in Australia, yes. especially in Queensland. So even if you don't suffer from hay, ve- hay fever all that much or asthma all that much, if yeah. you m- even have a slight part of it, it might be exasperated where you be cautious about it and be Chat worried about it. Chat to your GP it, if you need to. Um, most GPs are bulk billed, as yes. we know, through Medicare. Because, you know, we love universal healthcare. You've got other... Um, yeah, you've got other GPs that will still give you a rebate from Medicare, even if you have to pay it, yeah. which totally fine. Just remember to double check. But, yeah, if you need to go to your GP for any of these things, yes. please do. And, I mean, we're not stupid. We don't go to the hospital for dumb things too often. No. So. GPs are usually fine. 100%. I think it's because, again, universal healthcare, so we don't generally have to pay a lot. Yes. yes. Even after the rebate, I think sometimes all they have to pay is like 30, 40 bucks out of pocket. I'm like, man, I can live without that. That's fine. Yes, this is true. Well, here's another one. (laughs) Um, Important to note, not so fun and lighthearted, but important. Um, 
News article title said, Australia violated Torres Strait Islanders' rights by failing to protect them from climate change, UN says. What? Yes. Um, a UN committee has found that Australia had violated the human rights of a group of islanders by failing to adequately protect them from the impacts of climate change based on a complaint filed over three years ago. Dang. Yes. Um, A United Nations committee found on Friday that Australia had violated the human rights of Torres Strait Islanders by failing to... Yeah. um, the complaint that was filed mm-hmm. over three years ago by by eight Torres Strait Islanders and yep. their children is one of a growing body of climate cases being brought around the world on human rights grounds, and the ruling is expected to embolden others. So, yeah, basically what I also found in the article um, is, like, kind of what the whole complaint thing was, is the whole water situation and mm-hmm. rising um, things Honestly, yeah. was flooding everything mm-hmm. and was uh, going across burial and... Um, cemeteries and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um yeah washing the bodies just around all town yeah and stuff like that Which, so dead bodies within water system no. or any kind of water is just no. a health hazard like you can't stand in that water if it's been like contaminated by a dead body anything could happen you got a cut on your leg that's some parasites and shit that could happen yeah, right there yeah exactly um children are stupid they start drinking from the water yeah exactly um yeah so there was that from like the severe flooding and everything like that um with yeah going through their family graves and stuff um and also the from also the changes in weather patterns had harmed their livelihood their culture and their traditional way of life yeah because it affect a whole massive island well not a massive island it's kind of considerably small i guess so yeah the kind of low-key effects of climate change that Australia, massive country, didn't really mm. notice all m- that much three years ago. Or they didn't care about. Yeah, Torres Strait Islander people was like, hey, we're experiencing the effects. Told Australia. Australia did nothing. So... Not surprised. Yeah, so... Scoma. Australia violated the their yeah. rights by... Um, they did. They did indeed. So, yeah, um, hopefully we'll see what that brings about for Australia and everything mm. because so fucking rude you were kind of kind of telling me about the trump situation about him (laughs) stealing documents and things uh he wasn't stealing documents he was falsifying documents to the Uh, irs which in america is their tax it's the inland revenue system kind of like how uh, we have ato which is australian taxation office um difference between australia and america real quick for peeps out there is within australia our taxes get taken out of our payslips whether it's weekly or fortnightly right so when we go and do our tax returns the government is giving us money back or depending on if you get paid by centrelink or not in your circumstances you may have to pay money back right uh, american irs system they get their pay monthly as they do in america and when the irs comes around and tax time american citizens have to get their own paperwork and documents sorted to then send it through Every and send how much money they have to give to the government because that's how they pay their taxes that's fucked up yes and the american government could very well do the exact same thing that the australian and new zealand and most i'm gonna guess smart countries do and take the taxes out like the irs know exactly how much their citizens have to pay yeah, of course yeah, because they so tell if them if you, it's wrong or not. 
right? They do. Afterwards, yeah. after the citizens Afterwards, have yes. like submitted their tax return, if they've overpaid, IRS could send the money back or not tell them, depending, I'm not 100% sure. And if they've underpaid, the IRS is straight on them. Like, no, you actually owe us this yes, much. So, yeah, the IRS knows exactly how much their citizens have to pay and they could easily send it to them and be like, hey, this is how much you guys have to pay. If it's wrong, show us your documents and receipts and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like how the ATO does here in Australia. Right, yes. Yes, so Trump was falsifying those documents to the IRS, claiming he was making more money within, um, yes. you know, his Trump companies and organizations and things like that, yes. so that he can keep more money and pay less taxes. Because in, a, in America, you've got the 1% who pay less taxes. The more money you make in America, the less tax That's you so have to pay stupid. back. That is so... Yep. Compared to in Australia, stupid. the more money you make, the more taxes Which you have to pay. Makes sense. One hundred percent. Brandon gets paid like uh, over, I believe, one of the thresholds, so he gets taxed more compared to me because yeah. I get I like make less than that threshold, yeah. which makes sense. Why would I, who earns less money, have to be taxed more compared to my partner who makes like so thirty to forty grand more than me? It's like, like any type of like debt thing where if you don't pay it after a certain time, they then add more money. Mm-hmm. It's like I couldn't pay it because I don't have money, so you're just adding more money that I don't have to that yep. I can't give you. <laughs> yup. Stupid. Mhm. Okay. But yeah, with the Trump thing. Well, um, Trump has been found too that mm-hmm. he has stolen documents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. more things. Um, the title that got me intrigued, Trump's attempts to delay Ma-a-Lago inquiry largely fail as legal woes mount. Hilarious. Um, uh, attempts by Donald Trump to delay the criminal investigation into his unlawful retention of government secrets mm-hmm. have been largely thwarted after the Department of Justice regained access to about 100 documents. Low. With classified markings that the FBI seized from the former US President's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida. Low. Dumbass. BGN skateboarders attend Rumble on the Reef in Mackay as step towards Brisbane Olympics. So cool. So uh, basically, the there's uh, uh, two men um, in Fiji. Uh, I believe one of them kind of uh, started skateboarding first and then got his uh, friend into it later. Um, they made a Facebook page called F- Fijian Skateboarders earlier this year. And... Um, they were initially scouted um, when who like uh, by Donnie Fraser, who stumbled across the, their Facebook page, um, and he's uh, yeah recently taken them to Australia because in Fiji there is hardly any um, like skate parks, and skate like parks that, yeah. or even like pavements for that's like kind of appropriate and good for learning to skateboard type stuff. I believe they have to use like a parliament kind of section in mm. the yeah parliament area of Fiji and stuff like that so yeah uh, basically the news article is just like yeah um, saying how they've come to Australia I believe into to Mackay to use um, skate parks and stuff in there and to use that whole equipment and cool. they're fucking loving it and they're like so That's pretty neat. they love they love um they love skateboarding and um, yeah, they were originally the basically the only two in Fiji to skateboard because Fiji doesn't really um, like to change um, mm. 
what they are into and stuff like that and like if foreigners bring something new into it they don't really want to go into it so these two like loved it so much and then they started like yeah teaching other people and then so they've kind of like just built it mm. built like a That's fandom cool. of skateboarding in Fiji which is so cool but um it is very neat yeah very neat fuck yeah fuck yeah um um, also, <laughs> you know, ancient um, Mayan cities and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so it's recently been found that um, the uh, ancient Mayan people or whatever, um, they <laughs> they like to use mercury a lot, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, in, yeah, uh, an area that uh, archaeologists have been around um, found high levels of mercury in the soil and along um, a lot of, uh, they found like jars just like filled with mercury and stuff like that, which, uh, (laughs) yeah, um, so be careful if you like go to sites of that stuff because it could be pretty high in mercury things and um, they believe, they've only like obviously recently discovered this, but they're um, potentially uh, going to look further into this to be um, relate back to why kings and stuff like that reacted the way mm. they did and why um, I believe one um, ruler in uh, the Mayan city who was um, overly obese which is a symptom from mercury poisoning and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, interesting Mom. to unlock new history discoveries and stuff Funny. like that. Yeah. Also last week, well in the week that's happened, brain, Jesus Christ. Uh, we obviously had the Memorial Day for the Queen dying yes. and sucks to suck for kids, uh, uh, yes. uh, school kids, because uh, the public holiday was during the school holidays yes, and apparently they don't get a day in lieu like Australia Day. Of course not. Which is kind of funny and sucks to suck kids. Suck kids. Uh, so yeah, public holiday was on Thursday, so obviously all the parents are like, oh, fuck you, public holiday. And the kids are like, oh, fuck you guys, it's a school holiday. It's like, we don't even get a day off. What the fuck? It's like, oh, yeah. sucks to be you, bro. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'd probably say to my kids, I'll be like, oh, sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, my dude. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday, the 21st, was also yes. a star, start Star-ious. of the spring equinox Yes, in, in the uh, southern hemisphere. Yes, and um, in the northern hemisphere was the uh, autumn equinox. Mabun, Mabon, whatever it is. Mabon, or sometimes Madron, whatever. But yes, anyway, spring equinox. Um, basically, uh, fertile energy um, is coaxing the um, wildlife and everything to come out of their winter hibernation and. Um, the uh, seedlings from the soil and all the other flowers and everything mm. are starting to will start to bloom and everything yes. like that. Um, it's basically uh, a star is um, yeah just recognizing the um, passing over to the spring with the um, days and nights being equal again. We love that. Love it. Love that. Mm-hmm. And also, what was announced? Um, Afterpay gave. A little, I guess, little sneaky, sneaky thing of, oh, we're yes. releasing Afterpay in a specific store because you guys yes. have been asking so much about it. Apparently, Turns yes. out Afterpay is coming to Bunnings Monday 26th of September. So, yes, very yes. exciting, very dangerous. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm no le- Look, I'm not allowed to go to Bunnings by myself because I'll buy too many plants this and unnecessary shit that I don't need. Yes. 
Uh, but yeah, Afterpay came in at Bunnings, Monday 26. Not sponsored, but just an addict. So figured yeah. that uh, other addicts out there uh, know about that. Yes. And last week, well, yeah, we also watched episode two of Vampire Academy. It was very much a chore. It was an experience. Yeah, it felt like a chore more than anything. Like, we didn't feel excited to watch it, and it was kind of difficult. There were a lot of annoying things. Um, but one of my friends who hasn't read the books, but is just very, I guess, intrigued by shows, very much loves supernatural shows and knows that I enjoy reading supernatural books and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so of course. He started watching Vampire Academy and is sending me messages and asking questions like, what the like what the fuck is this like does that happen in the book and like things like that and then yeah. i'm explaining and then he's just like okay in the book it sounds a little bit better than what they've done in the show but according to him he has said that uh episode three like about halfway through it gets pretty good and by the end of it he was pretty hooked yeah so hopefully yeah we could potentially watch the third episode after this maybe maybe uh, we'll see how we feel but i'm a little more excited to watch it now that like a little Luke has said that and he's he's also watched further than we have i yes. told him we've only watched up to episode two but he yes. also knows that i've read all of the books so yes. i don't really care about if he gives me spoilers or anything no. um but I'm a little more excited and a little more intrigued to watch it, considering he said he's like now hooked by the end of the third episode. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, 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 okay. It kind of brings kind of a either. little bit of hope. Be like, oh, maybe this yeah. won't be as bad. Yeah. And I mean, Nate has always told me about his like the three episode rule. Like, you know, That's generally. usually in yeah. anime and stuff, yeah. Which honestly, I n- have never really heard of or take notice of until you kind of mentioned it when it came to Vampire Academy. Nah, so I'm a little more interested and intrigued um but obviously depending on how we feel Mm -hmm. being people who've read the books and me being absolutely in love and a fanatic for this series as a whole um yeah if you want to actually know about what we think about the third episode and on uh, it'll be up on our friday episode yes obviously friday Friday and also a little bit more in our Wednesday episode we'll get a little more into CoStar because we find it hilarious because it threw something funny at night this morning yes it did um and yeah CoStar we talk about it more in our Wednesday yeah on our what's happening Wednesdays you know with your weedy witches yes uh but the CoStar that was thrown at night yeah well it's basically just part of like the little um update section each day or whatever um and in the uh kind of relationship part with uh ashley um it says uh me and ash could be lifelong friends (laughs) and we've already been friends for 10 years at this point yeah um and then it says uh we we move through uh the world with similar ambitions and just we should just be sure to avoid relying too much on situations that don't challenge us. Which, I mean, <laughs> well, the world and living in general is challenging enough. Yeah, so exactly. I feel like we've got that covered. Yeah. I feel like it was there just like, just in case, remind just yourself, case, always challenge. Um, yeah, and you guys, like, need chaotic vibes in your life, so just remember that. <laughs> Which, like, isn't wrong, honestly. No, it is wrong. Honestly. Yeah. And, um, actually, on for now we get a fun fact with which funny enough ties into one of the news segments you brought up about a former prime minister of new zealand um 
Gerald O'Brien, I believe his uh-huh. name is, but uh, former Prime Minister Gerald. Uh, this isn't to do with him, but it's to do with the New Zealand Parliament, which honestly I forgot about until I saw a TikTok about this. Okay, lol. <laughs> so, in New Zealand, in Aotearoa, land of the long white cloud, uh-huh. um, in our Parliament, we have a biscuit tin of democracy. What? Yeah, so we have a biscuit tin, kind of like a sampler biscuit tin that you could get from the supermarket. Mm-hmm. It's a metal tin. Yeah, 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 one of the, yep. yeah. Yeah, and you know how some people put like random knickknacks sewing things in them? My, yeah, my yeah. family is always sewing <laughs> materials. Yeah, yes. not in the beehive, which is New Zealand's Parliament House, might I add. It's because it looks like a beehive. It's pretty cool. It's in Wellington. Oh, um, fair enough. Anyway, within the beehive is the biscuit tin of democracy. And on top of the tin, there's something stuck on it that says, Members, Bills. So, each member of parliament who wants to add a new bill into, you know, the New Zealand law and everything like that, mm-hmm. submit their bills. Then, their bill then gets assigned to a bingo number, and that bingo ball is then thrown in the of democracy when there is room no. within new zealand's bills no. where we can add new laws no they then essentially do a little bingo draw no with the biscuit tin of democracy no pulls out the bingo ball and then that is the bill that parliament will then put forth to the new zealand public um okay i'm starting to understand why a lot of Americans think New Zealand isn't real because, um, what? <laughs> yes, I forgot about the biscuit tin of democracy until I saw a TikTok about it that reminded me. And I pissed myself laughing. For, for what? <laughs> Another funny thing about New Zealand, apart from the beehive, which is what we call our parliament house, yeah. uh, it's in Wellington and it's because it looks like a beehive. Yes. Like the outside and shape of it, everyone's just like, yeah, it's a beehive. So known as the beehive um but i'll just throw this in just because you know we're talking about parliament and we were also talking about voting which also ties in uh new zealand has a orange golem that does little um little ad reminders for the new zealanders to vote he's a orange like just an orange blob man shape like cartoon made kind of thing yeah. and he's the orange like voting golem pretty much he pops up when it's time for New Zealanders to vote he'll come up through the ads and things like that and then that's kind of a reminder for New Zealand to vote if they're not already what? on top of it yeah that for so- some reason just reminded me of um, I don't know if I remember like windows and stuff like that yeah. with the, the little uh, paper, paper clip thing that yeah the little paper clip helper yeah. yeah that reminds me of that of that just like a little mm-hmm. orange blob thing Papa and I was like <laughs> voting pretty much pretty much so I could just be watching TV or like we could be in the middle of watching like MASH and yeah. there's an ad and I could just be reading my book or something Yeah. and then it could just be like hey guys it's that time of year again and then we'll just kind of look up and then it's just the orange like voting golems just like hey guys it's almost time to vote don't forget to check who the parties are and like does things like that okay yes. yeah and he's like just known as I guess the orange voting golem right. yeah i remember him so very distinctly yeah 
Okay. Um, kind of like, okay. <laughs> okay, picture like the little men characters that are like on male bathroom stalls. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much that kind of character, but like rounded out and just orange with like, and just walking around chatting to you on the TV. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and then there are billboards where he pops up as well. Uh, generally before, like, the parties start pulling out their billboards and things like that, just being like, hey, guys, it's almost time to vote. Literally, he'll be, like, popping out the side of it, like, just, hey, guys, right. voting time's coming up. Okay. So, like, don't forget to register and everything like that, and it okay. gets you ready getting, yeah, coming up to elections. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I never got to fully experience him because I turned 18 in Australia, but sad times. Yeah. Yeah. Little orange golem. Brandon loves him. Fair enough. Yeah. And Brandon found the biscuit tin of democracy. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. That's, uh, that's two interesting facts from New Zealand. Honestly, yeah. I forgot um, about, I forgot about, uh, the golem until I was... Telling yeah. you about the biscuit tin of democracy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's kind of cool, but right? also, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's more instead of everything being like stacked up in order of what came in, because people can then look at it, read it, uh, and yeah, be no, like, actually, no. I'm, random, yeah. I'm sexist. I is don't want gays to get married. So yeah, everything's just put on like a spreadsheet. The bills are given specific bingo numbers. Fair they enough. throw the bingo balls in the tin. And Bob's your auntie. We then get a new law getting brought through New Zealand. Uh, uh, wait. Uh, well, they discuss it. Okay, I was going to Sorry, they, they pull it out. The they bingo, pull out the bingo balls situation then, itself doesn't pass Sorry, the no, but... Yeah, they <laughs> Which pull one out. gets passed today? <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, they pull out the members bill, they'll then discuss it, and then obviously do a vote, but that's how they bring in the new laws of New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. of just looking at the first paper that's there. Not fair enough. Yeah, they bingo it through a biscuit tin. And I love it. Okay. okay. I thought you'd like those no, it, fun it, facts. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't realize they would work in with what you would be saying as well. Well, which yeah. is kind of fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apart from those, we've also got some little songy snippies. Songy um, snippies. Yes. Not of us playing songs, but more of us just chatting about songs. Um, mainly because of me, because. Honestly. So, Sam Smith mm. featuring Kim. I don't remember her last name. I know it starts with a P. It could be Patero, Petal. I'm not 100% sure. But they released Unholy, which blew up on TikTok. Yes. If you don't already know, the song blew up on TikTok, which right, was like yeah. the pre-chorus and the chorus. Absolutely golden. We were all waiting. It was yes. meant to come out on the 16th of September. Unfortunately, the Queen died, so a lot yeah. of artists postponed it. Totally yeah, understandable. Yeah. Came out on the 22nd. 22nd? Yeah, came out Saturday. Saturday, 22nd. The song itself is 2 minutes and 30 seconds. And I... Eh. I think it's meh. I'm not a big fan. Like, from the hype that we all gave it and we were so excited on TikTok. Yeah. And then for what they released, Kim's part can't fault her honestly i thought it was really good with the chorus the pre-chorus and the hype of the song my unfortunate issue is sam smith's first verse which sounds like it was just slapped together because of the hype of the pre-chorus and chorus in my personal opinion right i still think it's a catchy song but i think it could have been done 
so much better. Yeah. Considering the hype it got and the fact that they were pushing it anyway, like they could have used that time to just make it a little bit better. Yeah. Just a smidgy. Some just of the smidgy. some of the yeah. backing vocals that try and harmonize. Yeah, that's it's a little off putting in certain parts because it I just sounds a little I too clumpy. To yeah. There was yeah. Uh, something off when yeah, it was Sam Smith's time to sing with the back the backing yeah. under yeah, there's something just, off about it. It sounded clumpy for yeah. me, but on TikTok as well, mm. which also, <laughs> which I find really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so Loveless is either an artist or a band, and I found yes. them on TikTok. Love them. They do covers of a lot of songs, adding a bit more of like a metal, grungy kind of feel to oh, it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Loveless themselves made a cover of Unholy. Slapped. Banger went all over TikTok. A lot of people were using Loveless cover instead of using Sam Smith's actual uh, audio uh, of it. That's hilarious. So he then got like approved by, I think it could be Sony or I'm not sure who's the record label for Sam Smith. Could be Universal, could honestly be anyone. But he got the AOK by them to use it because it was given the song itself a lot of hype until a lot of people were asking Loveless to release their own cover mm-hmm. so then they recorded a longer version of an actual cover which is when they essentially got a cease and desist saying they can no longer use Unholy because they're now profiting and it's not uh, like promotional for Sam Smith's Unholy God. this is what I've seen on TikTok so please don't quote me on that because I don't have sources yeah. and shit like that yeah. but Loveless way better of a cover yeah and he unfortunately cannot release it on spotify anymore because he got too much hype yeah and sam smith's record label didn't like it so said he can't yeah like he essentially got the a-ok to do the cover and things like that until he got way too much hype for it and everyone loved his song more because again sam smith's one came like took its sweet time the hype died down but loveless was still keeping us like stuck in we were in love that's stupid with loveless. yeah so loveless cover so so's sam smith but loveless cover far superior look i can't fault kim sam smith the Some pre-chorus look, and the chorus yeah. I will say slaps, but it's just the first verse. Mm. I'm not a big fan. And the outro, it sounds like you're trying to sing like Old MacDonald had a farm, kind of. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because there's like, hoey, oey, om, and like, aloey, oh, okay. oey. I'm Honestly, like, yeah. I kind of forget yeah, the I'm parts like, where he's singing. Because <laughs> it's just like, so, okay. Yeah. I do still love your song. Like, it's still a good song Sam Smith but it can be better and we know you can give us better honestly but a song that does not disappoint whatsoever Megan Trainor don't I make it look easy fucking banger love her seen so many interviews and things like that um, that Megan did for the song and like a lot of promotional things and I do follow her on TikTok and um, her bestie Chris Olsen also love him phenomenal yeah um so through all of those um it was pretty much megan saying that when she was talking to her therapist her therapist was saying like okay i just want you to every day stand in front of the mirror naked for five minutes first day she hated it shaking because it's like oh no like looking at her scars from having a baby she had a c-section natural things that happen when you get pregnant Mm -hmm. second day like 
not as hard but still not super easy by the third day she was like pointing out things that she loved about herself and then that's when she realized oh shit okay my brain is changing and that's, that's also cool. how she came about the song of like don't i make it look easy I am. yeah things like that and but people don't know that she's up late at night worrying about her mm. body type and things like that yeah it is a phenomenal song and also that song is also two minutes and 30 seconds but that is a banger of a two minute 30 second song Nothing. she got us in on tiktok with the chorus and everything like that yeah and then once it was released she did not disappoint yeah and i love it with a passion and like a lot of people could say oh yeah it's because sam smith's song was short it was two minutes and 30 seconds no megan Turner's song two minutes 30 seconds yeah, no. could be two minutes 30 something whatever but either way i think still a short song still a fucking banger yeah Potentially what didn't go so well with Sam Smith besides something potentially sounding off or whatever about it. Um, mm. I don't know, if you promote a song, don't release a good like the best part about it and then have a whole bunch of massive hype that you uh, probably expect or should know is going to be a kind of bit of a letdown. Yeah, and then just kind of giving us a meh song. Yeah. Like, it's not bad. It's not great. Yeah. For what the hype it was, no. we thought it was going to be an absolute fucking exactly. banger. Which is bad but unfortunately, it was just meh. Yeah. It was just meh. It lost us. It hooked us in. It then lost us. Yeah. They didn't engage us anymore. Exactly. They released a meh thing, and now we're all still feeling it's meh, and mainly wanting Loveless's cover. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. No, fair enough. I'd prefer to download that and stream the shit out of it. No, that is right enough. Yes, but you got any songies for us? Um, yeah, I have like a couple of songs that I obviously find uh, pretty banger. Um, so you know Ed Sheeran and then, um, his, uh, what was it? His first one that came out that made him popular. Uh, 18? (sighs) Yes, 18, that's right. Um, there was a another kind of version of that that was made featuring uh i believe mckill Payne called little mm. lady okay and um mckill Payne is uh kind of a i believe a uk british rapper or something like that mm. and so it's uh mostly the chorus still sung by ed sheeran and stuff like that yeah. and then instead of the verses of ed sheeran singing um it's uh mckill Payne rapping and it's that uh, tells a wholly tragic but Dang. Such a good story Dang. between it, and All it's right. yeah, it's amazing. I recommend it 100 for that song. Um, but that that's pretty much pretty much the only that's one. Pretty much it. Nah, today, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Because that's pretty good. Well then, Nato Beto hit us with our fun fact of that day. Fun fact of the day. Yeah, baby. Well, look, I'm just gonna keep it in theme. Here's a New Zealand fact. Because <laughs> uh-huh. why not? Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, the 26th of September, 1907, New Zealand and Newfoundland each become dominions within the British Empire. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Which I'm just like, oh. Alrighty. Can, okay. Also, question, what is Newfoundland? Newfoundland? Yeah. I believe Newfoundland could just be a part of New Zealand. I'm honestly not 100% sure. Have to double check that or ask uh, the nerd. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but we can double check that. Yeah. um, That's a cool fun fact. That was kind of the most interesting one that I could find. No, fair enough, fair (laughs) enough. Yeah. Well, I've got two different words. Would you prefer a long word or a short word? Uh, Long word. Long word? Yeah, fuck it. All right, so our multicultural word of the day. Yeah, right is Paraquihi. 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 Paraquihi? Yeah. Okay. But string it together a little faster. Yeah. Paraquihi. 
Parakuhi. Yeah, okay. look at you go. Parakuhi. That one's easier. Parakuhi, <laughs> breakfast. Oh, breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. Breakfast. I mean, breakfast food's a fucking bomb. Honestly, <laughs> breakfast slaps, but parakuhi. Parakuhi. Breakfast. Parakuhi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, I got two different words. I'll let you decide if you want a big one or a little one. But yeah. Parakuhi, breakfast was when I'm like when I learned that when I was in high school. Yeah. Like I was like, oh fuck you, and then I'm like, hey mum, hey I had parakuhi, and then she's like, the fuck? <laughs> she looked at me and I was like, yeah, little big one today, mum, and then she's like, you realize it's dinner, right? I'm like, I don't know dinner in Maori, but yeah, I breakfast. <laughs> I, I was pretty proud of myself. Breakfast involves food. It's it's still good. I'm like close <laughs> enough, but yeah. I was, I was proud of myself, so... No, fair enough. Breakfast being parakuhi, Yeah, parakuhi, Um, but yeah, with that, that ends our Nation Monday, guysies. Uh, if you want to, yes. you can catch us on our fun Wednesday app, where we'll talk a little bit more about CoStar and yes. Astara, and we'll also talk a little bit more about, um, you know, medicinal cannabis within Australia, and how Nate's first appointment went yes yeah which right. is very different to mine because i was already numbers, pre-approved yes. so mine was super quick whereas nate's was a yes. smidgy different yes so we'll go through a little bit of that and mm. yeah with that our beautiful lovely magenials um please don't bankrupt yourself at bunnings with afterpay yes uh, yes yeah we know that yeah yeah but bye bye <laughs>